Hi. Hello, Miss Chrissy. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Well, I'm, I've been, I've been awesome ever since you told me that you were gonna come and return. It it definitely got me excited. I'm sorry to hear you know about your partner. You did let us know earlier in the week, and hopefully he's recovering. He's on, yeah, he's on the mend. Just got to take it easy. Right, a right. month off of work. Oh no. He, yeah, that's what you get for being an ad adrenaline junkie, <laughs> chucking yeah. himself off of trails on a mountain bike. Serious injuries, but I'm I'm glad he's recovering, and you know it's not any worse than it could have been you know for sure yeah. given the circumstance yeah. so miss chrissy how how have you been the last couple of weeks it's been what is it three weeks since we last spoke yeah it's been yeah well i sent you all of the um i sent you some of the cctv images over didn't i right um of atwood and stuff because i couldn't make one of the um one of your chats so um yeah so i sent you i emailed you some of those bits and pieces over didn't i yeah and i and still have them and I, I can play them yeah. uh oh you know what i'm sorry let me uh oh i you are not coming in uh oh i'm gonna have to fidget with this i don't know what's going on here i'm gonna have to fidget with the settings for whatever reason it's not playing and okay the folks are not listening online i thought i had all oh, this okay. set up i'm sorry no worries uh oh so see. how is it over in the states beautiful day real hot oh, beach weather it's been nice here actually <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's lovely let's see speaker gaming headset uh should be on let me see are you okay you know what let's see it should be oh that's why that's why okay let's see gaming headset now okay everyone in life can you speak miss chrissy hey can you hear me okay everyone can you all right in the live chat can you guys hear that give me a thumbs up and hello yeah i can hear you just fine miss chrissy can you hear me yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Yeah, you. It looks like the audio is working just fine now. Oh, and good. And we are good to go. Uh, Excellent. Okay, so you were on, a, what was it, a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, I think. Was it three weeks ago today? I, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, I think so, yeah. And you did, you did uh, let us know that we would do a part two, and so here we are. There was people that we were doubting it, but I never did. I, we <laughs> we kept the communication lines open. And, you know, what I told people was that um, life happens. And, you know, so I, does, I never yeah. gave them any personal information as to why, you know, what was going on. It's none of, none of people's business. But, you know, I just no, simply I, let them know that it's life happens. And that yeah, takes precedent does. over everything else at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah, I manage a, quite a big organisation and I've got two children. So in between working, I'm homeschooling. Well, now I have three children because of Matt's injury, of course, but hey-ho. Right. <laughs> but life's calmed down somewhat since um, we have the flat back, since the flat's been cleaned. Um, yeah. Is it now rented? Did, 
were you able to rent it out? Uh, yeah, we can. So um, the some of the other residents in in that block had their eye on it. So we've just literally just gutted it, um, painted it, just carpeted it, um, fumigated it. <laughs> and uh, some of the guys have passed by and said, oh, I really, really like it. And their lease is up. So they've asked if they can if they can go in. So, I mean, it's in a fantastic location, so it will not be a problem to. Yeah. And we trust these guys, you know, they've um, we've lived in that block with them a long time ago. Um, they've been there for ages, so they are good people. And um, yeah, they're uh, they're loving life. But number <laughs> seven is now empty. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it's been, you know, some interesting events have transpired in the last week. I, you know, I yeah. did mention it last night. Uh, we don't know. It, you know, I had Brian Harvey on. Uh, shout out to Brian Harvey. He helped push the story as well. So it's awesome to have someone, you know, with a big voice like his yeah. uh, talking about the story. And, uh, you know, when I had Brian Harvey on last weekend, we were kind of speculating that maybe Callie was behind bars or, or something was going on. Mm. And I know, you know, you, myself and, and the, uh, Craig, we've, we've also been chit chatting, uh, yeah. with, you know, where, what has Callie been up to? Is, is she locked up? I mean, <laughs> there's, well, I, I, I'm not, I would have thought that she would have gone on remand after, after receiving a guilty, the jury have come back and decided that she's guilty. I would have thought at that point she would have been put on remand. Right. Um, but as we all know, Callie is um, devious, manipulative. She's a bullshitter and she is vulnerable. Um, and she's not all the ticket. So whether she's got ha got to have psychiatric assessments or, you know, um, before... Uh, I mean, when uh, because I've got some details to say that the first time she attended court for this offence was the 23rd of September 2009. So it's been going on for quite some time and there's been pre-sentence reports. So I would have thought that any psychiatric reports would have gone in with the pre-sentencing reports. Um, but, you know, she's Jack and Ori. She likes to tell a story. So she's she has all these you know, appointments that she says she's got to go to because of what's been done to her. Um, yeah, so who knows? I, I, word is that she's, she's out and doesn't get sentenced until April and that she has been um, found guilty of death by dangerous driving. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's in interesting. You know, I, and I mentioned this last time we spoke that, I had somewhat of a interesting relationship, you know, we did have somewhat yeah. of a, if I had to ask her a question, she would be pretty quick in, in getting back to me, whether she was in a good mood or if she just wanted to yell at me and cuss me out. <laughs> she was yeah. usually pretty good about getting back to me. And, you know, after we hadn't received anything, you know, the very last communications I had with Callie was she messaged me 
and she wanted me to tell everyone that she did not steal uh, the uh, <laughs> the bed. Her last words, you know, it's pretty funny, you know, someone's like drowning and, and or about to get locked away, and their very last words are like, "Let them know it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't a bed, it was a couch." She sent me a picture of of you know the couch that she purchased. Yeah. It clearly is a mattress. Uh, it's not a couch by any stretch of the imagination. Even the picture she sent me, I try to match it up. It's not yeah. a goddamn couch. It's a freaking mattress at the end of the day. But I just thought it was funny that, you know, instead of saying anything else, her last words, she wanted to clear the record that the mattress that we saw, and you know what? I'm going to play it right now uh, on the screen as we, as we chit-chat. Uh, but it's just, it's... It's interesting that that would be her last words. You know, and the same thing, uh, she never denied uh, really anything of the CCTV footage that that I played. If anything, she was just talking about the color. Yeah. Uh oh. Don't know what happened there. Hi. Sorry, I missed that bit. No, I, I was just saying that she never really denied anything about the CCTV footage, uh, which was interesting, I thought. Yeah, well, they they said that Didat would say that he hadn't seen her for a while, and apparently he um, he put out a statement saying you can you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink, or something <laughs> along those lines. Um, I just oh, it's it's just a bit. I'd I'd really like to know exactly what what the whole situ was because he would have been involved with her like he he said that he's known her for two years well if this incident happened around the 23rd of september 2019 atwood must have been a part of her life then yeah. and, and and apparently there's um she was arrested for class a drugs with intent to supply now this is this is just what you know i've heard i ha i don't know if it's fact but um yeah, it's just funny old carry-on. And I did I mention that I found um, Callie had left a diary in the flat that um, had some of her punter's times, uh, telephone numbers, various different emails, uh, passwords for her adult work. Um, yeah, there was a, there was some strange old stuff in there. Actually, it would indicate that she had she was uh, subletting one of the rooms. Um, and it would indicate that that wasn't the only property as well. Right. Yeah, you did. Uh, I don't know if you mentioned it last time around, but you did let us know, you know, you had found notebooks with, with all this information and you, it's your opinion that she was working, you know, working out of the flat in, in other yeah. words. Oh yeah. Um, so she's, She's got an email with her adult work. Uh, so she's got an adult work email. Um, so that must have been where that she, what she was putting out to the punters to contact her. But I'm, I'm, I don't know why she hasn't been in contact with you because usually she's, um, she's always trying to she's always trying to contact you, isn't contact you, isn't she? Yeah, you know and. There was times where I felt she was giving me a little bit of truth. 
maybe her fun times with Sean had finished and maybe she was ready to speak up. But then there was other times where it was deliberate misinformation to send us a a different path. Um, You know, I've been, I don't know if you've caught up with anything that I've been covering the last couple of weeks, but we just uncovered a person that was acting like she was close to us and, and helping us out. And now we just found out she's all part of a huge disinformation campaign. Uh, she's trying to get me to fight with Brian Harvey. She, you know, she'll make videos. Just to, and I'm not 100% sure if she's 100% batshit crazy or if this is part <laughs> of her job. It's just so freaking... She called last night, and I, I got her tripping up. I was asking her questions. Hey, are you this person? Are you that person? And I caught her tripping up pretty pretty good. It's a classic, classic times, but... This whole thing from start to finish has been a giant shit show. And, yeah. I, you know, I'm still trying to piece it together. I, I never have claimed that I know exactly what's going on. Uh, yeah. For what reason? It's just so many weird things just keep happening over and over. Yeah, I just I just don't get it. I just, um, you know, Sean Atwood was caught bang to rights, um, sniffing cocaine, um and with Callie about to perform oral sex on him, dressed up as a little girl, or as he put it, a maid's outfit. She was wearing, well, she was calling him daddy. It's, yeah. you know, it's plain to see. So, you know, I, it, I'm it. i just intrigued. I'd like to know the whole setup because I can only think that he has, he's just used her to his advantage. Like she's gonna make him that money back from the GoFundMe because he's put her in there so she can sell herself. She obviously knows what she's doing. Um, and her coming from the West Country, how is she gonna have the contacts to buy cocaine locally? Um, and who is putting her in touch with these contacts? When, you know, like I said, the first time that we met her, she looked like she had been up for days. Um, obviously taking cocaine she looked wired um and like i said before i walked away thinking there's no way she's starting a job this monday like the the flat was in she had boxes everywhere it was just so unmanageable too unmanageable to be able to get ready and get your head into a new job um so yeah, they had an intention, uh, you know, a dodgy intention from the beginning. Well, let's let's recap um, that you were under the impression that Callie was going to be hired, right? Um, so he's got a publishing company um, and we had so it was it was all done so, so quickly or overnight. And um, we got a reference from Wright's publishing from right publishing company to say she'd be on 30k a year um she starts work on monday uh she and she had a she's got a she had a passport i don't know if i told you before she had a passport um which we have a picture of we took a picture of the passport so she had a passport she had a bank account on the same day that she signed the contracts on that Saturday. So there was no need for Sean to be the beneficiary of the GoFundMe when she had her own her own bank account. Um, 
and she had a passport. So from somebody that was supposed to be trafficked, she's, you know, she's got everything she needs to escape out of the country. Why come to Guildford um, and start your adult, adult work and put yourself about and start advertising? You know, it's only a matter of time if you're... It's just a big load of bollocks. Yeah. And it seems like from the get-go, the only thing that I can make out is that um, in the beginning, something must have happened and they've told a lie and now it's just spiralled out of control and now it's just like this big massive fucking snowball about to come down and collapse into pieces because it's just it's just bullshit after bullshit that's that's what i've heard coming out of atwood's mouth and that's that's been coming out of callie's mouth the whole time she can't be trusted she can't be believed she's full of shit um she's not a victim she's a predator she preys she's a scammer um yeah so 100 percent. i mean this person that i brief briefly mentioned that you know got close to us and we trusted this person and now we find out this person is either crazy or, or working directly for atwood it's hard to tell uh but the reason i caught her tripping last night was because like you just mentioned there are so many fucking lies going on that yeah. they don't even they can't keep up with them and so yeah. they don't even realize that they just get busted lying you know the example this person last night she, you know she was trying to act she plays different voices it's so weird but she says <laughs> she tried to come out come on saying covid and then two minutes later she says covid i'm like wait a minute you just said covid what is it you know and she, she started stuttering she didn't know and and that's the whole thing these people lie and lie and it's just a giant ball of shit lies and it, it's unraveling little by little and so this is one of the reasons why we, you know i can't thank you enough for doing part two we're trying to keep the spotlight on this um yeah you, you know and then i have uh my buddy brian harvey covering it as well he put it on his channel um and that's all we can do unfortunately but i get sick of these people the um you know you see them on tv with their smiles like everything is okay and uh we're out here doing good but when you look deeper it's just not nothing but bullshit and lies all yeah. over yeah yeah, Matt the hypocrisy. Hancock. Per- <laughs> Matt Hancock, perfect. Um, yeah, he's he's a bullshitter. You know, he works for the government. But yeah, so Atwood is a. It, 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 I just. It astounds me that he's got all of these followers when he's he's blatantly he's been caught doing what he's, what he. Um, so, you know, he's against. Um, sex you know uh abuse and rape and this and that but yet he's gonna let somebody who's been trafficked and who's been raped and who's been abused um suck his cock whilst on cocaine smoking spliffs and getting drunk um (laughs) so it's just like no you're a twisted bastard and you're pointing the finger at everybody else so they don't come looking at you because it's easier to keep the attention on other people rather you know um 
So I, I'd just like to know. I'm intrigued. I, I'd really like to know what the whole deal is and how it's what use she was to him, how they come, how it come about, and what he really is fucking up to. Right now, and, and that's what we're trying to. We, you know, it's not. I've never said it's, this is me or my, you know myself at all. Uh, a big thank you, you know, to Craig. He's the one that got us in touch, and then. You know the mods and chancer it's been a huge team effort and we are still putting pieces together it's just a giant jigsaw puzzle and just when you think you have found one you have solved one mystery it sometimes leads you to a dead end and it's starting from scratch and then something else pops up and it sends you into a different direction it, it's just it's been a giant headache and i can't <laughs> to be quite honest i just can't wait to move past this freaking nonsense but uh you've you, put so much effort in you've got to you know you've got to keep digging really because there's some he's he's up to no good look daddy gate explained it all didn't it it just it just put it out there so there's a lot more than that going on you you know Right, one one hundred percent. Now, I I wanted to recap a little bit of of our last thing and and also go over any new information or developments. But when we spoke, you did mention that Callie did show some form of ID, right? When she came in with Sean. Yeah, yeah. We've okay. got we've got a passport. We've got a picture of a passport. That is oh, important we took a because they of her passport. So we've got transaction. We've got transactions. She done a bank transaction, uh, a back payment, um, because Matt didn't want it in money. He didn't want it all in cash. And um, she done a back transfer, and we we gave that back to her just to get get rid of her. And she must have known that something was going to happen to fuck off so quickly without a fuck because it all makes sense now she just wanted the money um whereas before she was piping up about solicitors knowing her rights you know and all of this bullshit and then it just come to the crunch and she just wanted money to go um so she must have known that she was looking at a prison sentence and she couldn't long it out for much longer because she was like, right, I'll sit here until July then. Well, no, you fucking won't. Um, but yeah, this this court thing was hanging over her. So she thought, I better get something out of it. So we gave her, we transferred 1250 back to her. Right. Well, actually, we didn't. We'd done it in two payments because she was dicking us about over Christmas. We were thinking, yeah, around the 22nd of December, this is it. But no, you you know what she's like. You've had enough involvement with her to know that she's just a messer. And um, yeah, and she just likes to play games. So yeah, we paid her in two installments. Right. But yeah, yeah, we have, uh, we've got a picture of her mugshot on our passport um, because we took we took ID, didn't we? We wanted to. I just wish that it hadn't been. It was pu it was pushed quite a lot their side. It had to be done. Do you know what I mean? And that right. was like, this is the best flat we've seen. We're going on to look at another one, but you know we really like this one. And you know he's got the gift of the gab. So um, 
yeah Matt let her move in and then as soon as we signed the contracts I come away just thinking no she's no good you could see just by the state of her that um she was she was taking substances and that she hadn't had any sleep she looked like she needed a good bath um yeah yeah it's (laughs) definitely interesting information now the um do you remember i forwarded you sean atwood's official statements uh which he sent to us the following day after we last yeah, spoke. Yeah. What What did you make out uh, of that statement? He's basically saying that everything you were saying was was not true, and um, he tried to distance himself, if I remember correctly, from Callie, basically saying yeah. what Callie did there is her problem. My hands are washed, you know. Yeah. And yeah. what did you make of it? Do you remember your what you thought about that goofy, silly yeah, bullshit. statement? <laughs> yeah, just that bullshit. I just thought you, you are, you know, you were the one that was putting words into it. She's she hasn't got the intelligence to be coming back with some of the comebacks and texts that we received. So obviously that was all outward because she hasn't got the intelligence. Like I found her diary. She probably is uh, dyslexic. Um, and yeah, and what she, what she was coming back with, it's just like, we knew Atwood was the mastermind behind it. You know, you've only got to take one look to know. So I thought bullshit because Atwood said he's sorry for um, any anxiety or whatever that was caused to us. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink it. Right. Um, bullshit (laughs) you thought that she was going to be your little Anna you know I think that I personally from everything that's come out I just think that um he likes he likes cool girls he likes strippers that's you know she's right up his street and um and I think that because of her vulnerability and because she probably um you know she knows her way around you know, street life basically she can hustle um i thought i think that she would have come in very handy to him except for like i think the drugs came into it and then the videotape got leaked and all these fucking far out stories she's blurting on about and he's just sitting there going yeah yeah nodding his head and i'm thinking who in your fucking right mind is going to sit there and agree with her who's even going to interview her she's fucking talking shit (laughs) i mean there's no sincerity there at all no just a just a giant orchestrated shit show um yes you know you're talking about the call girls well that's the thing you know i don't I've said this many times. If if call girls are his thing and doing coke, I don't care. The problem yeah. is is it's a fake image that he portrays That's it. on his show. It's completely yeah. fake. It's a facade. And yeah. the you know, one of the fears that I did have was Sean has a knack for or you know, he, one of his little strategies is to butter people up that are ready to speak out against him. Yeah. That's what he does. You know, there's a guy named Yami that was 
saying some things, you know, about Atwood, calling him a scumbag and, and this and that. He was due to talk some more about him. And, you know, a few days later, Sean takes him out to dinner. Then a few days later, this yammy guy says, oh, Sean is a great guy, you know, awesome, straight up guy. And he's actually trying to do that with my buddy, Brian Harvey. He's trying to get him to come on to his show and and offering him a dinner. And Brian is putting his foot down and said, you know what? I will talk to you, but you need to come to my house. Um, I'm going to use my cameras. You are not going to bring your camera crew. Your camera crew is not welcome here. And Brian is doing the smart thing. He goes, I'll talk to you, but it's going to be under my terms so that you can't edit this part out or you can't edit that yeah. part out. And I think it's completely fair. Let's see what Sean decides to do. But one of my fears was that Sean was going to try to reach out to you after our conversation and try to do his little tactic, you know, try his tactic on you. And I, I try to give you a heads up. And I remember you telling me, you know what? Fuck Sean. <laughs> yeah. Did he try to make yeah. any contact to you? No, no, he didn't. He didn't try and make any contact. And it it would have been a pointless exercise because we haven't got time for him. And I think out of the pair of them, it's he is the one that we have got the biggest problem with, I think, because she he he's put her there. And he knew that they did. They weren't intending on paying the rent. He knew that there were going to be capers in that flat, and that um, perhaps he didn't know that. Perhaps he thought that she could probably keep a lid on it. But um, whatever plans he had for her in that flat, she she's a, she can't control herself. And um, she needs to be, she needs to have somebody, a responsible adult, if you like, with her to keep her, to keep her behaving, basically. So as soon as Sean was out of the picture or doing other stuff, because his friend died around that time when it started to get quite crazy as well. Right. Um, yeah. It's... Yeah, it's gosh, so many, so many angles to 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 come about it. Uh, let's see. Did has any has any other information, you know, or any any interesting evidence come come out since we last spoke? No, no, and we we thought that the police might contact us again because obviously they were contacting us about. Callie's welfare um, and that that was probably down to her bail conditions actually because that must have been a bail address for her if she's still if she's got a court case outstanding she'll have to have a bail address so that's probably why they were contacting us to see whether she had broken her bail conditions or what now that I look back, back on it um, but no we haven't I haven't heard anything. I thought that she was going. I because I I don't recall where I heard it, um, but I thought that she had a court case hanging over her for possession of Class A cocaine with 
intent to supply. Yeah. So, but I didn't know any of this. Well, about the death by death by um, dangerous driving. Right. Yeah, that's it's gigantic. Um, and I, what I'm doing is, I received some CCTV footage from an unknown, unnamed source. We'll just yeah, <laughs> yeah. We will not name this source, but I'm playing as we speak. I'm playing some of the CCTV footage. Um, this was skimmed over, or you know, and sent over by an unnamed person. One of these footages shows uh, what is believed to be Sean Atwood in, in a BMW dropping off Cali. Uh, is is that the same car that you you know when you've met Sean Atwood? Is that the same car he rolled in? That's that's the car. So that was on the fourteenth of the first. So basically, um, what happened? He had said so. We done our interview. And he said that he hadn't seen, he hadn't seen Callie or something, yeah. or he hadn't had contact with her, or he you could lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. Right. Um, and then, obviously, on the 14th of January, he was, he dropped her off. He stayed for four minutes and then cleared off, and then that was the last time he was at the flat. Uh, but he was changing the locks and he changed the locks when uh, she said she wasn't there. Um, she was seeing her her mum and Matt and his business partner went round there in surgical COVID masks. And she said they were the two masked men. And since then, apparently, she said that they dragged her out of bed and made her sniff cocaine or something. All sorts of shit she's been spouting. It, it, none of it makes oh, sense. Oh, and, and apparently saying that the CPS have decided to press charges. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think we've seen that, but how can the CPS um, press charges when no arrests have been made? Uh, no, nobody's nobody's spoken to, to us about entering the flat with COVID masks. Um, yeah, so obviously she couldn't, she didn't report that to the police because the police were knocking on the door um, because of all the antisocial behaviour. Right. So she was hiding in there because there were 22 uh, antisocial behaviour reports to the police. Mm. Yeah. You know, I did you catch... So after we did our last interview, uh, Callie called in and yeah. she's... She was drunk as hell, which made it funny because <laughs> she claimed at the very beginning of that conversation that she doesn't drink. And then towards the end of that conversation, she said, oh, I'm just drunk right now. <laughs> you know? so she ended up contradicting herself kind of like All the Heather time. Turner. Uh, but did you did you listen to that conversation she had with me? No, I, okay. haven't, I haven't heard it. Well, no. when I when she called me, well, she was bitching and moaning that she wanted to call in she wanted to call in i didn't really want to talk to her but i said eh, fuck it let's hear what she has to say and it was a good thing that she, i did have her call in because as soon as she picked up you can see a crowd of, and you know what it was like one o'clock in the morning uh over in the uk okay 
one o'clock yeah. in the morning, and there was a lot of people. There was a party going on, and immediately, what ran through my head was our conversation that we had a couple hours, where you said the house was pretty much a party house, a drug house, um, all kinds of shit going on at all hours of the day and night. Yeah. And so when I heard that, and you know the thing is. Callie had her video camera on. You did not see it on the on the computer screen, but I could see her, and she was trying to put... She immediately pointed the camera down, but it was too late. I saw everyone partying in, in the house, uh, drinking, yeah. and who knows what else was going on there. She decided to talk to me. She stepped out of the house, and you can hear the music in the background. Uh, just the party atmosphere at 1 o'clock in the morning. So you were talking about this antisocial rules being broken. She was doing it there that night, you yeah. know, at, during that live stream we had. Uh, just, yeah, it, it's mind-boggling, you know. It just it caught is. on the act. I just, I just, um, I just really like to know how it all evolved. Really, how how and Atwoods, you know, came, in, you know, got to meet one another and what use was she to him and I'd really like to know because <clears throat> I think they've both got each other by the bollocks because otherwise something would be said by now you know Atwood would have just blown her out completely and distanced himself right or Callie would have started divulging everything that's gone on between them because I heard when you know I listened to her come on to uh, speak to you um, a long while ago and she was talking it was vile like she was saying that um, Sean likes to have his ass fucked by a black dildo called Derek yeah and his dad's called Derek and all this stuff it was just really sick um, so that's I listened because I thought, oh, is this the time? It is, you know, because she's not going to keep her mouth shut forever. And I thought, is this is this going to be it? Um, but unfortunately, she was playing games again, as as usual. Well, well, all these other characters were, you know, like I said, we've been trying to connect the dots, trying to make sense. And the more we we think we're getting closer to the truth, it just leads us to dead ends and you find out people that were out there trying to help expose them are in cahoots with Sean, you know, saying, Oh, I was never after you, Sean, you know, I'm, I'm your buddy, you know, and, and instead they've tried to attack myself and, you know, and Chancer and whatnot. Uh, so much nonsense. It, it's, it's unbelievable. You know, if, if more people were interested in this, I mean, it would definitely be stuff for movies. But yeah. uh, unfortunately, no one really gives a shit about this character. <laughs> so I don't know how much interest there would be for that. But just the amount of just slime bag stuff, sleazy stuff all around. Yeah. Uh, it, it's definitely okay. interesting. It's frustrating. You know, from my it point is. of view, trying it's to get to the bottom of it. Yeah. You know, just trying to sort it all out. Uh, with all the help that I've, you know, I've got for sure, it's it's really frustrating. But I can see from an outsider looking in, it's just, it's really fascinating, interesting. Uh, yeah, no question. I'd love I'd love to know how it all come about because, you know, but you'd never know the truth though, would you? Because half of the shit that Sean writes in his book is fiction, 
and half of the shit that rolls off Callie's tongue is bullshit. So it's like, well, would you, what do you believe anyway? You know, yeah. without the proof, it, you, because they they just lie. Just they live. Sean definitely lives a double life. You know, a hundred percent. Um, but keep pointing the finger at everybody else. Yeah. What's he trying to cover up for himself? Because his the publicity that he had over that daddy gate, I just think that that is enough. You know, if you want to do all that kinky stuff, by all means, do it. You know, each to their own. But when you're doing a GoFundMe page for a girl that's been trafficked and a girl that's been abused, and then you sniff cocaine with her or flour as you say it was smoke weed drink alcohol and get her to relive her abuse well i don't think that many abusers get their four-year-old victims to do cocaine smoke weed and drink they don't have capacity to say no that there is an adult that is abusing that child so when he said about you know, we were le- reliving her abuse, and I, you know, I was wrong in doing so. Yeah. I don't think she was abused, and at the age of four, I don't even think that she would remember much about the abuse. Um, and why was there drink, cocaine, and cannabis involved? You know, yeah. it's just, it's just, it's just bullshit. And for what he stands for as an activist. You know, a YouTuber, YouTuber, and an activist, and all this shit. He's just gone right against against everything he stands for by doing that. And I just think that at that point alone, I would have, for any of his fans, I would have thought, "Fuck this!" You know, this yeah. is bullshit. Absolute bullshit. Well, that's game. Yeah, that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. I I am one of those former fans. That as soon as I got wind of this, I said, fuck this. This isn't right. Uh, You know, like we've already stated many times already, that's one thing. If that's your kink, that's your fetishes, you like giant dildos named after your dad shoved up your ass, that's whatever. So be it. But don't get on TV acting like you're fighting for these abuse victims and, uh, you know, you're... You're exposing pedophiles, as he likes to say a lot. It's all bullshit. It's, and that's what irritates me the most out of all this shit. Uh, he just can't come clean about it, and it's a giant no. joke to him. It, and it's disgusting. It's I don't I don't see what the humor is in all this shit. No, I don't. I just think it's vile. Um, yeah. I think she's vile, and um, I just think that it's disgusting that she keeps going banging on about being abused and that she's a sex worker and wants to coach young women. It's just like, no, you're you're toxic and I wouldn't want you anywhere near any young women I know. How do you feel about Sean going to schools and, and lectures? Knowing what you know now, how do you feel about, you know... I think it's disgusting. I think it's absolutely disgusting. And I think, well, I don't think he should be allowed. And I think that what is he thinking when he is looking at those girls in their school uniforms after making 
some prostitute dress up as a schoolgirl and call him daddy. I wouldn't trust him with a fucking barge pole. And I, yeah, I just think it's wrong on every level. That's exactly. So I did a podcast last week with uh, Maria Clark. I think she's in the live chat, but she's a professional pedophile hunter. And I asked her that last night. I spoke with her last night again. And I asked her, how do you feel about this guy that's out there exposing nonsense nonsense and and whatnot you know doing good work and yet he makes a prank dressing this allegedly trafficked woman as a little girl calling him daddy how do you feel about it and she said the same thing you know it's it's bullshit you can't it's hypocritical on every single level yeah you know um yeah and the drugs and everything you know those those the, the ages of the children he's going into, you know, they are growing into young men and young women. They're adolescents, very impressionable, at such a crossroads in their life, you know, going one way or the other sort of thing. I know it was for me when I was a kid, <clears throat> you know, by, by my daughter's age, I was smoking weed, drinking, and probably taking amphetamine, and she's 13. You know, my daughter has never smoked, never drank, um, and lives a sheltered lifestyle, a sheltered life, which, you know, um, which I'm so proud of her, you know, that she hasn't, there are some kids her age that smoke, but she doesn't surround herself with those people, you know, um, she doesn't attract those sort of people. Whereas I did when I was younger, but I think that was a lot from my upbringing. And I've done my very best in making sure that my daughter has a different upbringing to the one that I had. But they are of an impressionable age. And when you see Atwood giving his books out to kids, which why do they want to read about real real crime? You know, why do they... making him you know because you are going to get these kids that think they're little g's and you know they you know they want to sell drugs because they think it's going to make them hard and there are plenty plenty of little gangs around here um so they're reading his book and they're the the people the kids with that mentality they're going to look up to him for the wrong reasons so he stood there and talked about um nonces making them aware doing this doing that and then he's handed them a book of when he was in in jail after being a drug drug uh ecstasy distributor so it's some kids are gonna think god he's um you know he's a boy i'd like to be like him and other kids you know won't won't listen to him or you know but there are some that are very impressionable and would be would be um quite impressed by the fact that he used to sell lots of ecstasy and he used to sleep with prostitutes and he had all these hard men around him some kids would be impressed by that i wouldn't want him speaking to my children in a school right no way or my nephews yeah it's just not I mean, a, t- a child's mind is very tender and, and they absorb everything. And if they're absorbing the wrong thing, uh, how does that help yeah. their their growth? 
it's going to affect them in a negative way. You know, yeah, they're going to want to emulate this negative negative bullshit. You know, and Craig, you know, our good friend that that definitely got us connected. Um, yeah, he's a sweetheart. Yeah, he's awesome. Shout out to Craig the Bloodhound. But he he mentioned that apparently Sean gave his number to, you know, he was giving his cell phone number to some kids, you know. Uh, he would give a school talk and then told the teenagers, hey, you know, if you guys uh, have any questions, give me a call. Who does that? Maybe. No. And I'm not accusing that he had bad intentions. I'm not saying that at all. But as an adult, as a stranger, who the hell does that? No one. No, no one. one. It's so fucking weird and on every yeah. level. Why? And why, you know, those books that the, he's handing out, they, if that was a film, that would be an 18. So why is he going into a secondary school and handing out books about vo drugs, violence, and sex? You know, it's just bollocks, really. I just, I just don't get it. I just, I, I, what's he been up to lately? I mean, I, I haven't. Yeah, I don't. I, I I stopped watching him a long time ago. Every now and then, some of my subscribers or you know, they still watch him. I don't know how they do it. Uh, I no, just can't I, watch him. I you know I, I hear him talk and knowing that it's all fake, I can't do yeah. it. Yeah, you can tell by his body language, his eyes. Um, just he's just full of shit. And with like, when you see him interviewing Callie, where she's like uh, she doesn't he's he's sticking questions on her and she hasn't got the intelligence to answer them because she hasn't been through that experience that's why she can't answer them and he's then sort of coercing her and telling her uh, finishing off her sentences um, and then she always resorts to saying she's either Asperger's or autistic um, it's yeah, it's just bullshit. I don't, I just taking her, being associated with her. Um, he was playing uh, social media suicide anyway, wasn't he really? Just for having anything to do with her. That's what, I, who wants to be associated with somebody like that? <laughs> it's a good question. Well, he wasn't, he wasn't helping her, was he? No. You know, he, he wasn't helping her. It was all, um, all she he was just using her but she for whatever reason was in denial of, about it for the longest time uh she likes to say that she's smart and intelligent and many people were telling her you're being used right now but i think she kind of yeah. liked it i i she may have liked enjoyed the attention at the time you know uh even though it was negative yeah. attention i think she was reveling in it uh to be honest with you yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, it, I, and I don't know. She, you know, we all have different mind processes. So <laughs> I have no idea. I, I know. I know for a fact, if you know, if I was in those shoes, I, I wouldn't be messing with that kind of shit. No way. No way. And, and, and Sean is what? In his 50s? But he's acting 53, like isn't he? He, he's acting like he's in his late teens, early 20s, you know, living the high life, living La Vida Loca as do you think he's uh, having a midlife crisis? I, I don't know. <laughs> he, he's such a... 
I, I don't know if you've caught on, but like I said, a lot of the stuff that he does or on his show and people that are around me, you know, subscribers and whatnot, friends, they send me the, the messages or links or tell me, look, at this part of the video, he's talking about you and Chancer, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, he he was and he's always talking saying that chancer and i are hired by these black ops to bring him down that's his best <laughs> excuse for all this shit it's pathetic but apparently that's what he's sticking by but the other thing is he he started a show uh he, it's like he's he's enjoying it you know it, it's almost like it's if i was in his shoe and 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 he had someone like myself or Chancer after his ass, every move and everything, I would probably be shitting my pants. But it almost seems like he enjoys it. Uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, someone sent me a link where he opened the show saying, hey, motherfuckers, welcome to the motherfucking, you know, Sean Atwood stream. He never says that. You know, he obviously was trying to make fun of me, you know, <laughs> by doing it. And and he does that so often. That, and that's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't think he's... I don't think he fully gives a shit, to be honest. I think it's a big joke to him. I don't... And what kind of mind processes are are flowing or, or what's going on in that noggin of his? I have no idea. Well, is it, you know, is is it that he's had a relapse and he's fucked and he just thinks, fuck it? Or, you know, or does... Is, any, is it like he's a child that even negative attention is attention so right. as long as he's getting the attention well i think he it's, doesn't give a fuck it could be a combination of the two uh of the last things he said you know i i do think it's very likely that he's using again you know that's the other thing about him he likes to portray himself as an ex-drug user he's a reformed criminal blah 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 but uh, some of the interactions he's had with myself and, and Chancer during live streams. He hasn't appeared on my live streams in ages. He may be listening right now. So uh, fuck you, Sean. But <laughs> he used to pop in on the live streams and and just say some of the most ridiculous things. You know, uh, he said that uh, Chancer is just jealous of him because uh, he just wanks at the thought of Callie and, and Sean on his couch. Uh Stuff oh that is completely, God. this is why I think he was still using uh, cocaine. Yeah. You know, he was saying shit that is completely out of character. And so either he was, that's just him in real life, or he was using and he didn't give a shit and his filter was off. And so. Oh, man. Who's going to get the horn over watching those two? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, of course, we were all over that. We screenshotted it, and oh, uh, Chancer made a video regarding it. And he he tried to go back and delete those comments he left. Too but late. We, yeah, it was already too late. We screenshotted the shit out of that. But he even accused <laughs> one of the most weird things that kind of got Brian Harvey pissed off was he came in into our v channels and leaving comments saying that Brian Harvey was impersonating him with Callie. He was trying to deny the whole daddy video and had the audacity to say that Brian Harvey was impersonating him. What a fucking joker. And this is what I mean. He, and I'm sure when he wrote that, he was probably high on flour, self-raising flour as he likes of to course. say. Yeah. <laughs> 
he's um I don't what does he actually think of himself? He's a bit I he's he's a fucking idiot. Like why he puts himself up there on a pedestal, it it frustrates me yeah. because he's an old man. Like grow old gracefully, keep your fucking nut down, stop being a pervert <laughs> and um Yeah. <laughs> Fucking go yeah, into one, retirement or do something useful. Right. One hundred percent. And I, I know we're coming up on an hour. I, I think we said thirty minutes, so I'm sorry about that. I should have been keeping That's an right. eye on, an eye on the clock. And to wrap things up, I mean yeah. is there anything that you would like to, you know say? Because we know Sean is listening. He obviously listened in and gave us an official yeah. uh statement. Statement. So what would you like to tell Sean? Um, well, n nothing really. Um, I'm, I, he knew what he was doing when he put her in the flat a hundred percent. Um, and you know, I don't buy the bullshit that he was helping her at all. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really have fuck all to say to him. I, he means nothing me um and yeah i would just fucking get real get real and stop yeah stop bullshitting be be who you are admit who you are stop fucking lying right well and i i don't know if i asked you this and i just want to make sure i get it on uh ask you this question D when you received that letter where callie was supposedly going to be um hired by Atwood yeah. and, and be employed. Uh, yeah. What do you make about that bogus ass letter from a defunct company? What so we thought that because, and this was purely just us thinking because Atwood had everything in his briefcase. So Callie came along in um, leggings that had divorced her ankles and married her knees. I don't know if they were supposed to be up by her shins, but these leggings, uh, this oversized jumper. She she just did. She looked like a, a, a state. She did, and Sean was suited and booted in his little three piece, and he had everything. And he was very matter of fact and stuff. So um, I know that he arranged for all the fraudulent documents because to look at her, she didn't have it in her. So he arranged all the fraud, fraudulent documents. He sorted it out. And for somebody that, you know, he said that local authorities contacted him to take care of her, bullshit, there's Mulberry House at the top of Guildford that specialises in women with trauma, women with drug addiction, and they take them under their wing and it's a lovely little setup up there. And I'm sure that they would have had space for her. Uh, especially being in the height of the pandemic um, because loads of the other hotels were open in Guildford where the homeless were. So um, she would have got taken care of. Um, I don't know why they would have contacted a man. Um, and I think that he knows full well that she was going in there to earn money. Um, I don't know why the GoFundMe, um, where he was the beneficiary, well, he, you know, not the beneficiary, but 
it was attached to his bank account, wasn't it, or something? Because she didn't have one. She yeah. did have. She did have a bank account. Um, last August, July, she had uh, a passport. Also, um, actually, I could look. I I don't know the date on the passport, the issue date, but I've got a picture of it at home. So. Um, yeah, I don't know how long she's had the passport for, but she had a passport and she had a uh, bank account. Yeah, and all the other stuff was obviously fraudulent. We even spoke to this guy who was from the West Country, apparently her ex-landlord, um, who she had obviously got one of her friends or something to vouch for her because I just think she leaves destruction wherever she goes. I just think she just leaves a trail of horror, destruction, and just leaves people with anxiety and, you know, like not being able to... You lose your faith in humanity. You know what I mean? When you come across people like that, and we've had so many nice people there, and her neighbours in that block, would have bent over backwards to help her had she made a different impression um so she just fucks things up as she goes doesn't learn any lessons and chooses to be that way so i wouldn't have any sympathy for her at all and there's more to it with atwood getting in touch with her you know a bit have having her around him because um, she must have been quite a valuable asset to him for him to be that invested in her. Yeah. I think it was just damage control for the most part, trying to, you know... <laughs> yeah, trying to damage keep control. Limitation. Yeah, yeah, trying to, trying to keep, <laughs> you know, a, a lid on, on all this getting out. Uh, yeah, so since since she she's been arrested, since we've heard, and we don't know if it's the truth, that like this whole dang, death by dangerous driving, which you know, um, if that is if that is true, obviously you feel for the victim's family, and like look at Callie and how brazen she is. Look mm. at how brazen she is on YouTube. Look at how brazen she is. Um, you know, when she's spouting off and she's saying that she's a victim. I cannot believe that somebody who has killed somebody through reckless driving has the audacity to play the victim in such a way. And yeah, to to just be so publicly out there when they've taken a life, if that is the truth, if she has, you know, if she has taken a life, I just think that that's, absolutely i think it's an absolute piss take if that is the case and she has killed somebody by reckless driving how can she put herself out to be the victim poor me no what about the person that that died family yeah yeah the family yeah it's it's it becomes a big joke when you look at it that way and i i think a lot of people forget that aspect of it i mean at the end of the day no one's talking about this person that is no, no longer with us. No. Instead, we're talking about this whole bullshit over here, you know. And and yeah. some people have suggested that maybe that was part of the whole distraction. Um, you know, blow all this whole thing up and have fun with it online and all this, and try to cover up the fact of some very serious 
things, allegations going on. A yeah. person's life was lost and no one is yeah. talking about it. 100%. And she's, and she's on there playing the victim, which really pisses it just pisses me off because somebody has lost a family family member, right. be, you know, brother, dad, sister, mum, auntie, uncle, niece, whatever, you know, over her and her and her behaviour hasn't changed. Like right. if that did happen, she has not learnt one less not one thing from what she has done because her behaviour is still reckless. Her behaviour is still unmanageable. You know, um, and I think somebody said to me, she is the master of her own disaster. You don't have to do anything. Just watch her life unfold. And I think that's exactly right. She is the master of her own disaster. And she'll probably be found in a ditch somewhere. Yeah, at that p pace, you know, the, the, the choices we make in life, you know, they have consequences, good or bad. Yeah. And so well, you, you keep out, making you those wrong choices in life. I mean, real bad stuff can happen. So she needs to shape up um, and quick mm. because it's not a good path for, you know, 100%. Now, before I let you, uh, yeah. let you go, <laughs> Just how do you... So you did touch on the 22 complaints, you know, with the police. Yeah. Were all the neighbors, you know, in the flat? I can't imagine anyone being happy. You know, I'm sure. No one. No one. Okay. The Greek lady down below was actually going to smack her. Um, cause she was just wild. She was wild through lack of sleep directly below. Hadn't slept for three nights. Works really hard. Single mom. And quite a greek uh, quite a fiery temper a greek lady and one of the other guys had to stand in between just where and then she was just so dismissive um and i just think who do you actually think you are yeah no it's you know i did i messaged you when was it about a week ago and I, I showed you a screenshot of a neighbor, someone that was claiming to be a neighbor of Callie's and, and a friend of yours as yeah, well. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. and I remember asking you if you know if they if they would mind coming on. Have you spoken with them or? Yeah, I have actually, and um, he uh, he. I'll put I'll put him in touch with you over the over the next couple of days because I've, we, he did say oh yeah 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 I'm up for that but then um, I've been at work I've, I've been at work today as well and what with Matt hurting himself um, it has been a bit up in the air but yeah he'll he'll come on that would be awesome yeah. to hear you know a neighbor first yeah first-hand experience uh, their inter daily interactions what do they see uh, all that stuff, I think it would be awesome to, yeah. to to get out there. So, if you can do that and you know set them up with me, I would truly appreciate you. And this would keep the the ball rolling, keep the spotlight on them. Uh, yeah. It, you know, I know they are wanting to sweep this whole thing under the rug and and just move on, but it's not going to happen. Uh, no. Too much bullshit has happened. Too many. Yeah, people need to know the fucking truth, and yeah. and and he needs to put his hands up and say, you know, I fucked up. I'm I've relapsed, and I'm you know, 
you know, into kinky sex and I'm setting up all these GoFundMe pages to fund my habit and whatnot or whatever, you know, I don't know what's, I don't know what his game is. If only we did know. Um, yeah, but yeah, he'll definitely be up for coming on. So if we, yeah, if we leave it there and I will, we'll touch base over the next few days. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Miss Chrissy, thank you so much. I know it's <laughs> been a trying time the last uh, few weeks. Uh, yeah. A lot of personal stuff has gone on and, and, and life just happening. So yeah. I, I can't thank you enough for uh, definitely coming on again. It was another no. enlightening conversation. And, <laughs> you know, we had almost 300 people tuned in <laughs> the entire time. So, uh, oh, good. Yeah, pretty awesome. And, and by, the, you know, same thing as what happened the first time around you know by the end of the week we especially with other people sharing the video i think it's been shared over twenty thousand times when you combined uh different channels sharing it and whatnot uh twenty thousand is a lot of people so yeah um you know that's it, good and we'll so keep hammering away hammering away yeah everyone <laughs> tuned in right now share this on your social medias share it on your twitters we need to keep the ball rolling the spotlight this will not be swept under the rug at the end of the day so no miss chrissy thank you so much and we are definitely going to stay in, in in touch you know so anything we that are. we find out i i'll send it your way and if you want to want us versa. to talk about it yeah vice versa we will definitely get it going okay lovely thank you thank you for having me no thank you the the pleasure was absolutely ours <laughs> you know, oh. mine's and the viewers so thank you so okay. much thank you all right Ms. Chrissy. good evening thank you take care bye bye